The world is a big and magical place, and Jason and Colin are your guides. So grab a bucket of pixie dust, because this is Disney World with sass and no strollers. And here are your two fairy godfathers. Hey everybody and welcome to another episode of Two Fairy Godfathers. I'm Jason Matheson and well, it's actually just going to be one fairy godfather this week. That's right. As we are recording this, as I sit in our home studio, Colin is half naked on the beaches of Key West. Actually, probably right now. It's probably in a rental car. But I didn't think that should stop us, fairy friends, from doing an episode. So we're going to do one Han Solo. But first, just to bother Colin, I think we should call him, don't you? He's having a little girl's weekend, and I love this. I love it because Colin and I are very different in a lot of ways. And the number, a big way is I love my alone time, and Colin does not. I'm an only child, so I had to entertain myself. I had to play with He-Man all by myself. When my mama took me to the bingo hall, I had to play with He-Man figures for like four hours while she played bingo. And I played He-Man with them. And then I also got creative and I turned the He-Man figures into characters from Dallas. And I would play like Dallas Barbie. He-Man was Bobby Ewing. She-Ra with the real hair was Pam. I love you, Victoria Principal. But I digress. So Colin doesn't like to go on trips by like without me. Or he just doesn't like alone. He doesn't like a lot of alone time. But I'm so proud of him. I'm so happy because he's with his girlfriends right now, uh, Carrie and Lauren, and they're in Miami. But I think today they were going to Key West. So we're going to call him right now and see what he's doing. Here we go. Let's see what he's doing. I wonder if he's going to answer. I wonder if he has his phone on the beach because he was on the beach. Wouldn't it be funny? If my own husband rolled me into voicemail, I didn't tell him I was doing this. He knows that I'm recording an episode, but I did not give him a heads up of when. I wonder if he even has cell service. I mean, Key West, it's not like it's Afghanistan. It is. You've reached Colin Matheson. Oh. I'm unable to answer my phone right now. Mm-hmm. But if you leave a message with your name that bitch rolled me right into voicemail. Thank you. Let's leave him a message. At the tone, please record your message. Mm-hmm. When you've finished recording, we will. hang up or press 1 for more options. Hey, uh, just giving you a call. We're recording an episode here. Thought it would be fun to call you, but alas, that's not going to work. So call later. Love ya. Okay. Well, that didn't work out. Oh, well. You'll have that. So let's get started uh, with today's episode. Uh, And this is actually good that we're doing this particular topic because I actually did this by myself. Recently, I went to Disneyland uh, with my friend, Hey, Hey, Haley, Haley Hurst. Uh, She was my boss uh, for many years at Fox 9 in the Twin Cities, and we became instant best friends. And now she's in L.A. She's my Disney friend. She likes Disney, loves Disney as much as I do. And I went for a little solo trip, a little Han solo trip with Hale. 
and we went to Disneyland. And when we've mentioned Disneyland in the past on these episodes, uh, she's usually the one that we're with. And speaking of Disneyland, this is a perfect time to let you guys know that we've changed something. We've made a decision about Two Fairy Godfathers and kind of the direction we're going to head. And you may have noticed this on our social media handles, or I should say on the bios and stuff. We thought we were just going to focus the business, the podcast on, on Disney World. But after some thought, after a few trips to Disneyland, we really thought we were going to, we thought we should open it up because though we're more of a world kind of girl, girls, we really, I, I have a real soft spot for Disneyland and it's only grown in the last few years and Colin's with me. So we made the decision to kind of open this podcast discussion, pictures, everything, open everything up to Disneyland as well. Now, we obviously haven't been there as much as Disney World, but we're going to change that because I got the uh, premiere, the premiere pass, which we're going to talk about in this episode. But anyway, so I thought I would slip that announcement in here too, that we're going to start. Oh, Colin is calling right now. Perfect timing. Okay, let's just, may I speak to Colin, please? Hello? Let me see. Do we, is he connected? Hello, may I speak to Colin, please? Speaking. Oh, you're live right now on Two Fairy Godfathers. I need to tell you that legally so you won't sue me. Well, hello, fairy friend. Oh, uh, may I ask your present location? I am actually at the southernmost point of the continental United States, about to watch the sunset from the beach. Oh. In and Key West, Florida. Oh, are you enjoying Key West? Yeah, it's beautiful. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I know that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I'm, I seriously want to, like, retire here. And before that, I want to do our 4th of July FYI. Okay. Oh, well, okay. Well, we got to go. Uh, got to <laughs> go. trips already. Uh, I know. We have a rule. We don't plan trips while we're on trips. But obviously, Kyle's breaking that rule. On a scale of 1 to 10, how drunk are you right now? Completely stone cold sober. What? Well, we have to drive back. Oh, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, really? Okay. So before we go, I just, you called actually at a perfect time because I just revealed that we're going to talk about Disneyland. I just revealed that we're going to open up the business to Disneyland too. I'm just going to throw a quick thing out at you. What is your, what is the one thing that immediately springs to mind that you like better at land compared to world? Space Mountain. Why? <laughs> Um, it's smoother. It's a double wide car. Um, so you're not sitting single file, you're sitting side by side. Um, they have speakers built into the car system so you can hear the music. And I mean, that's my favorite, like ride overall though. I think that land just has a different feel to it. It feels more mature, like not the clientele. I mean, like literally the park itself, the property. Yes. There's grown trees. Um, it feels more lived in, if you will. Yeah. Well, thank you. I just thought I would add you and uh, I don't want to disturb your trip, but, uh, so go watch the sunset. I've seen that sunset. It's gorgeous. You're going to love it. Thank you. Okay. Peace be with you. And also with you. Toodles. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay. There he is. The one and only. Okay. Now, before she goes to bed. We're going to call Hey Hey Haley, too. We're going to get her up in her because uh, 
she is obviously the one. She's the reason why we love Disney World so much. So let's call her. She gets up really early, so she may not answer. Hello. May I speak to Haley Hurst, please? This is Haley Hurst. How may I assist you? Haley Hurst, um, you are uh, right now on Two Fairy Godfathers. I'm doing a solo episode, so I'm just calling to say hi. So hi, say hi to the fairy friends, Haley. Hi, fairy friends. How are you? We're just talking about our trips to Disneyland, and people know you. <laughs> if, if you go to our uh, to TFG uh, Instagram, you'll see beautiful pictures of Hale. Hale, mm -hmm. I, I know you're getting ready to go to bed, but I just want to ask you a simple question. What is your no problem. What is your favorite element of Disneyland? My favorite element? Like, what's your favorite thing when you think of Disneyland? Because you went there a lot. Haley, I should tell you, fairy friends, Disneyland is part of Haley's growing up. Um, so when you think of Disneyland, you, you think of your family, don't you? I do. Well, my favorite thing is when, when you, I always remember you walking through the gates and seeing, um, seeing the train and seeing um, all those flowers there. Yeah. And like the smell of it, like the smell of popcorn and cotton candy and like that and um, Pirates of the Caribbean. Yep. I'm like my two like vivid, vivid, vivid things I remember. I love it. Well, go to bed. Mm -hmm. I just wanted to call and say I love you. And uh, I love you too, my little fairy. And I'm getting ready to tell the folks about our Rise of the Resistance experience. <laughs> Have you talked about the swamp yet? No, I haven't talked uh, talked about swamp ass yet. I'm getting to that too, girl. Okay, girl. I appreciate that. Okay, love you. Love you too, boo. Bye-bye. There's Haley Hurst, everybody. I love her. Anyway, um, so we did a recent trip. This is when I got the Premier Passport, and we'll start there. I've never gotten a Premier Passport, and for you Disney novices, that's the annual pass that lets you into both parks throughout the year. No blackout dates. And I was really excited because Haley and I made a decision. We had such a good trip, and again, it was just the two of us. Uh, Kyle didn't come. We sometimes invite other people because Haley knows everybody in L.A., but it was just the two of us, and it was a delightful trip. It was one of those trips where we both kind of looked at each other and said, you know what, we need to do this more often. We need to do these girl trips together, these, this, this, like a quick weekends. It's easy. She lives there. She can get the California annual pass. Uh, and, I, and, I, and I said, you know what, Hale? If we make a commitment to do this more often, I'm going to get the Premier Pass. So I was really excited. I called. They tell you that you have to be in the parks to get it. Because I'm, I'm an annual pass for World. So, so I told the woman, I'm like, well, luckily, I'm, I'm at Disneyland right now. She was, well, just go up to any ticket booth and they'll be able to help you. So Haley and I go down there and I'm so excited. And Haley's excited because as much as she's lived in L.A., she's shockingly never been an annual pass holder. So we go there and right away I felt uncomfortable because the young lady in the ticket booth was not very magical. And I've encountered this more at Disneyland than I have at world. Now, before I say anything more, I realize that, that that's anecdotal, but I've, had way more experiences of pissy cast members at land than I ever have at world. And this story kind of 
continues that unfortunate tradition. From the moment I told this woman my request, the cast member my request, she made me feel like I was kind of inconveniencing her. She literally said to me, well, I, I hope you know this is going to take some time. I hope you have some time. And I looked at her like, um, yeah, that's fine. I don't know why it's going to take a long time, but whatever. And then she called the manager over. And the manager, like her disposition, her physicality, she had long gray hair. She just looked mean. And she came over to me and she was, what are you trying to do? And I was like, I literally said out loud, I go, whoa. I said, I, I'm just trying to get a premier pass. I said, I'm an annual pass holder for World. I want to expand that. And I'm thinking to myself, Biatch, I'm trying to give you $2,200. I'm trying to give Mickey, Minnie, Pluto, Donald, and Goofy $2,000. You better put a smile on your face. Anyway, the story has a happy ending because... I was not happy. I got very nervous. I was like almost a little shaky because they made me feel real uncomfortable. Well, it just so happened that there was a manager as I left the ticket booth. And I don't like doing this, but I pulled him over and I said, hey. And I told him the situation. And here's the positive end of the story. The manager could not have been more delightful. Could not have been more delightful. And proved once again, he immediately like calmed me down because fundamentally, this is a good lesson. Oprah says this all the time, and it's true. Fundamentally, we all just want to be heard. We all just want to be heard. And that was the problem with Chica in the, the booth. I just kind of felt like I wasn't being heard. I didn't want a ticker tape parade. I mean, I, you know, I'm everybody. a lot of people buy these passes. But I just wasn't feeling like I was being heard, and he really made me feel heard. So to those managers that helped me, I really appreciate it. And to the two rude people. Why don't you go work at Arby's or something? Just, you know, you don't have to be smiley giving roast beef. Anyway, that said, it was such a great weekend with Haley. And this might actually be a two-parter. I want to focus, because I, I teased it with Haley. I've obviously, with Colin, done Rise of the Resistance at World. This was the first time I had done it at Land. And Haley hadn't done it at all, so I was really excited for her to experience it. And it, the operation, the way you get a boarding group, boarding pass is exactly the same as it is at Hollywood Studios. You know, you get, you know, you have to get through the turnstiles of Disneyland before open. And uh, so you get there about 30 to 40 minutes early. There's no reason to get there any earlier than that because you just need to get through the turnstiles. There's a little tip right there. If you're getting there an hour and a half, it doesn't matter because it's a lottery system. You just physically have to be in the park. And then it's just luck because thousands of people at the stroke of open at rope drop, everyone's going on that app and it's a crap shoot. So fairy friends, there's a tip there. Just make sure you give yourself enough time to get into the turnstiles to because you have your entire party. Anyone that wants to ride Rise of the Resistance has to be present and scanned in before the stroke of eight or whenever the park opens that day. Any hoodly. So we got up. We did the whole thing. We got in. I told Haley how it's going to go down. We got in line. It was a uh, miserable, chilly day that, that day. And at the stroke of eight, boom, we got a boarding group 57. 
Now, I will condense the story for the sake of brevity. But uh, I told Haley, I go, well, I said, I'm kind of used to this at World. This should put us around one or two. So we ended up filling the day with other stuff, obviously. We went to uh, DCA. We went to California Adventure. Had a, just a lovely day. We just, we, we laughed our butt off. And, and I had made a reservation at the cantina for, oh, I don't know. I think it was 150. So we get there and now they're on like boarding group 50. And I looked at Haley and I'm like, this is going to be great. This is all working out. By the time we get done with our drinks, because it was clicking along then, you know, it was like 50. Then I'd get an alert, 51. Now boarding group 52. I'm like, this is great. 57 is going to be right up. So we're sitting in the cantina. We finish our second drink, the fuzzy tauntaun. Again, there's another little tip. That's the best drink. I don't like sweet drinks. That's the only one I can really handle. I'm sucking down my second fuzzy tauntaun. And then I get the alert. Your boarding group is ready. And Haley and I are just so excited. I'm excited for Haley. I just, I'm, I'm more excited for Haley because she gets to experience this for the first time. And I love that. I love seeing land and world through other people's eyes. It gets me excited all over again. So we get, we pay our check, we walk over there. And the minute we get to the gate of Rise of the Resistance, the cast members look at me and the one reminds me of John Candy in National Lampoon's Vacation, where he goes, sorry, folks, park's closed. From Marty Moose. He looked at us and he goes, sorry, folks, the First Order has infiltrated the base and they've shut it down. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, I love Disney as much as the next person, but I could really do without the Disney speak right now because what you're telling me is this ride has broke down again. Because I'm sure, fairy friends, you've read the headlines. This ride has had a lot of problems. It's so advanced. There's so many ride systems, three or four ride systems, that there's a lot of kinks to work out. In all fairness, there are very few big rides in Disney history that, that, don't, that hasn't started out bumpy. People do need to remember that when they go all Harry Carey. Ah, oh, this is horrible. All the big rides need time to work the kinks out. This one is, is going to have a lot of kinks because it's very, very new. Any hoodly, four, no, I'm sorry, five hours later, the ride went back up. Five, five hours. And we get there, and I'm sorry, midway through our wait, we, we saw this father whose wife and three kids were in the queue when they shut it down four hours ago. And, they, and the mother had come out, they finally let him out, and the mother had said they left him in the queue for two hours before letting them out. To which I say to my friends at Disneyland and Disney World, y'all got a better, you better get a better system than that. Making people wait for two hours with kids and all of that before you let them out is ridiculous, especially with a ride like Rise of the Resistance. Uh, that is buggy, and you know it's there's going to be delays every other day. But the mother was like, yeah, it was two hours they were caught. They were in the queue before they finally said, okay, well, you can leave, but if you leave, you know, you're going to get a fast pass to come back, but it's still not a guarantee. And I'm thinking to myself, those people just stood in line for two hours. You better give them a guarantee or something, and you better give them something better than a, a Mickey pretzel. 
It was one of the few times I felt like Disney kind of failed. Disneyland kind of failed. They're usually so good about stuff like this, but I, I, I just think they can do a little bit better in cases like this. The moral of the story is any more than an hour, just like if there's a delay on a flight, I want the captain to tell me what's going on. You got to give people the information. Tell them so they can make a decision. Two hours is a long time to expect anybody just to be standing there without some carrots or apples or something, especially if they have kids. So there we go. The ride, though, I will. I always like to end on a positive note. The ride was as good as it's ever been. Um, this, I think, my seventh time riding it. Haley loved it. Again, it's one of the few things in life that live up to the expectations, and, and Haley's a tough judge, and she loved it. Watching her face through each scene was so joyous for me. Rise of the Resistance, I love you, and it just really is the best. Well, that's going to do it for part one of my Disneyland adventure. Next week, Kyle will be back, and we're going to talk about uh, the stay at the Grand Californian and the Disneyland Hotel. But right now, don't forget, my friends, follow us on social media. Just search for Two Fairy Godfathers on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter as well. Spread the word. Have a magical week, everybody, and we'll see you next Monday.